forever. Dog. Hey guys, it's Kat. And Pat. And this is Seek Treatment. But before this episode begins, I want to say we unequivocally voice our solidarity with the protests that are taking place all across the country. And we're so inspired by the courage of our Black colleagues and friends. We stand with them without compromise in the fight for racial and economic justice. Also, defund the police. Defund the police is something that we both wholeheartedly agree on. And if you want to know more about what that means, we're going to put a helpful link in the episode notes. Yeah, and we're so grateful to our listeners for giving us this platform and making this uh, podcast popular. And we want to lend that platform right now to our Black colleagues and friends and, um, and all Black people in this country that have been so mistreated. And so I hope that everyone listening right now is doing the best they can to donate, to protest, to amplify Black voices, um, having difficult conversations with people in your life. I'm from Long Island, which is humiliating. All Long Island people just cursed out peaceful Black Lives Matters protesters um, until they ultimately had to call off their protest. And so, you know, for me, I think I'm trying to share as many Long Island resources as I can, because I know that a decent amount of people that follow me are from that area. And I just think we have to be having these conversations the most with the people who it's the most uncomfortable to have them with. Um, And, you know, so I would just encourage everyone to do that. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, coming from Texas, I have many friends who even identify as moderate, in quotes, who truly do not understand the severity of the situation And I think it's so important to talk to those people in your life. And I want to say just here at Seek Treatment, we uh, 100% believe Black Lives Matter, Black Trans Lives Matter, Black Disabled Lives Matter. And there's a bunch of organizations we're going to post into the episode notes that you can donate to. And we're going to get to highlight a few right now. So first off, today would have been Breonna Taylor's 27th birthday, and I encourage everyone listening to go, if you can, and donate to her family's GoFundMe. We demand justice for Breonna Taylor, and we want to see her murderers in jail. Yeah, I actually went on the national resource list, which is um, a link tree that we'll post in the episode notes, and it was very helpful for me because it broke down different causes by different organizations. There was a um, George Floyd category that posted his memorial fund, but also the memorial fund of dozens of other black people who have been murdered by the police. And so that's one category. There's also a link to all the bail funds where if you want to um, donate to bail funds in any city. Also, there's um, there's also one click that's like resources and texts um, that I think we as white people have a responsibility to read. So, f- And then also there's one that's just for trans um, people of color, arguably the most marginalized people in our entire world. And um, for instance, I just donated to the Homeless Black Trans Woman Fund, um, which is an organization that is for the trans women in Atlanta who are either homeless or working as sex workers or both. And it provides them things like housing and cell phones and food and necessities. So it's super important. We as gay people owe so much of what we have and what we fought for to um, black trans women. And they are the people that are getting left behind in the gay civil rights movement. And we have to make sure that that does not happen. And I just donated to the emergency release fund that's on Instagram. It's emergency underscore release underscore fund, um, which is an organization that helps keep trans people safe and out of jail. And I know a lot of you guys matched me, matched my donations on Instagram, and I'm really appreciative of that. And I think 
Um, yeah, we're just really honored that you guys listen to the podcast and the work is starting now, but it's never going to be finished. So hopefully we can keep moving forward together. Um, I want to say the episode that follows, we recorded it a few weeks back. So, uh, you know, if you don't want to listen to it, that's, we totally understand. If you want a moment of joy, we hope it brings you some laughter. We're sending you guys all the love in the world. Yeah. So next week, we won't be posting a new episode. Each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're going to post a full episode that we've already recorded with with some of our favorite Black comedians. Um, and so we hope you listen to those and support those artists to the best of your ability. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to Seek Treatment. Thank you for all your support. Um, we're learning. I know I have, I have a lot to learn Same. and a long way to go. So we're just grateful. Um for this platform and for all you guys so stay safe out there stay safe and all the everything we've done so far will go to waste if we don't just keep pushing as hard as we can we have to keep the pressure on um we have to defund the police we have to um we have to make a change now this is the closest we've ever been and we just can't let our foot off the gas at all Dating and love, seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey, hey. it's Kitty Cappuccino with Frappuccino Vanilla Bean on top. It's Patrick Chilante and a cake pop for again. <laughs> what I wouldn't give for a fucking Star Bista egg. Egg bite. Oh my egg, God. Egg Bista. The movies I would like to see moving forward are The Joan Rivers Doc. <laughs> Wait, were you telling me about The Joan Rivers yeah, Doc? Was okay. that you? Moving was that forward. you, sweetheart? Um, and I want to see that. Okay. Remember this face because it was me talking about that. And you know what else? I watched all episodes of right all in a row. You know when you watch something all right in a row, it always happens to me with true crime, like the staircase. So what, good. What, what happened, I wouldn't give to revisit that. What I wouldn't give to have not seen the staircase yet and be able to just finally feel joy by watching <laughs> that's it. That's a that's a core privilege. If you haven't seen the staircase, please you need to, like, acknowledge that. Acknowledge it. Um so I um and so I um It's not that good ultimately. But the staircase? Well, we don't okay. really get what we want from it. No, we don't get what we want. But another thing we don't get what we want from, but I did watch all the episodes of, is The Keepers, which is about a murdered nun. I watched that. Yeah, I, I really, really didn't get what I wanted from that. It obviously the beginning is so good. It obviously convinced me I have tons of, um, like, un- of repressed memory. I'm, like, desperate to remember, like. I must. I must. I, must we, we must. We must. We must. We must. We have repressed trauma. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so the show that I've been watching that I'm a dork. I know I'm way behind on the time, so it's literally embarrassing. But Killing Eve is such an incredible show. Have you watched it? Um, no, I. It's you really would crazy love I'm it. Such a, I'm such a Sandra fan, and I feel like I can't even say that if I haven't watched it's Killing Eve. So fucking. But good. what I will say is the showrunner is not my favorite lady in the world. Oh, because you're like trying to be an edge lord by saying I, you don't I'm like Fleabag. I'm not trying <laughs> to be an edge lord. I hate edging and I hate edging and coming, and I hate edging in general. <laughs> and lording. And lording. Um, I know. Imagine having sex and being like, I don't want to come. It's like I'd rather just like put my finger in and out of a socket yeah when someone wait i I actually disagree with that i'd rather have sex than stick my finger in and out of the socket 
but when someone tries to edge you, it's like, can I please, like, literally, our whole lives are putting off enjoyment. Like, can we just come? You know what I mean? I know. Like, <laughs> life is an, is an exercise in not feeling good. So life, in those yeah. brief moments. <laughs> life is an exercise in patience for things that will never happen for you. And so can we please just take the sure thing when we have it? I know. A little... A little bit of cum cum makes the medicine go, go down. down. Was- an absolute feminist icon, Mary, Mary F. Poppins. Can we finally take a look? Can we finally be the first podcast that takes a look <laughs> at Mary Poppins and say, actually, what was she? Like, what was she? Like, was she sor- Like, was she magic? Did she have was powers? Was she a sorceress? Was, was she, she a human? doctor? Like, was, was she, she a waitress? Was she ulti- like, was she ultimately was she empowered by Satan? Like, was she Wiccan? <laughs> like, what was going on with her? Like, you guys sound the- off in the comments. Ultimately, what was, was Ma- Mary and, and also Mary, it's sort of, sort of semiotic, sort of, sort of go to Brown about it. Mary. <laughs> to, go, to go to Brown about it, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to go to Brown about it. To go to Brown right about it. Go- right now we're- Why not pop out? <laughs> I, know, I know. You can't pop. I mean, what, to, be someone, so to be someone who continually pops in, you must also inherently be popping out because you can't totally. you can't re-pop in without having popped do you know what i would do oh i just black out do you know what i would do if i was the stupidest person in america well write a broadway write a broadway show that was like explaining how mary poppins came to be it was i mean it made seven trillion dollars it made seven trillion if someone wrote it that's what's so crazy it's like if someone wrote a broadway show about how mary poppins came to be they would make seven trillion actually <laughs> it's so annoying that's, you heard it never, if pat regan was the stupidest person in america he would make a broadway musical about how mary poppins came to be and make seven trillion dollars <laughs> it's so annoying don't get me started uh, cut to me and Angelo buying um double vodka tumblers at your premiere. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, the double double at Frozen on Broadway. Um, what was I going to say? Um, uh, so anyways, the point is, Killing Eve is really good. The clothes, the acting, it's just, it's so, it's just so well done from start to finish. I feel I w- you know, it's such a nice feeling to be taken care of when it comes to television. Yeah, which so old, which so so often treats us like fucking children on a leash but you know what it treats us like little toddlers walking through williamsburg all tied together like oh this way is the bridge it's like i know where the bridge is bitch (laughs) but what i i hate when you see all kids all tied together it's like this is kate moss and then it's like this is but can i say something mom (laughs) can i say something why I feel I want to be treated more like a toddlers tied together in Williamsburg by is actually the Sopranos because they treat me so much not like a toddler tied together that I don't even know who anyone is ever. They will just they won't literally not even tell you a character's name. That's then, why it's so good. It's like we're not idiots. It's literally bad for I like I can't believe it's not like in in thus and that's the one thing cancel culture does need to go too far with the Sopranos. You know what I mean? You're not liking it. It just upsets me. The Sopranos upsets me. I don't feel like it's written with any sort of like earnest um, or like ironic, I mean, um, kind of like commentary on these types of people. I feel like it's just glamorizing like misogyny and homophobia and like, mm-hmm. it's I like. I think because it was the first of its kind. Maybe it's just kind of telling, giving it to you straight. I guess. But the whole fact that he's like in therapy is like. Ooh. I know. it. The whole thing's a, a commercial for Prozac. It's like, get over oh my Prozac. God. Speaking of Prozac, I finally finished Prozac Nation and I was like. Car, give me my back my Prozac. Give me back my give me a break. Give me a break. Pick me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Give me it back. Give me back. 
give me back my Prozac. It's the little pill that makes you not come. Um, also, it makes life not fun. I have to say I'm on 30 milligrams right now, and How I've been feeling? coming coming easier than ever. Wow. I know you disagree with my journey, but that's what friends are for. I don't disagree with your journey. I think Today, I'm I really on... was like, I'm a depressed person. Like, it wouldn't kill me to get on meds, but it's like, or is it the world ending vibes? Well, do you know what my idea, my my thing with meds are? Is I think if you're going to try them, like, really commit to just like. No, I, I definitely oh, know wait. what your thing is. No, you don't know what it is yet. My eyes are. I, I think I think with a lot of people, um, medication ends up creating more anxiety than it's worth. So it's like if yeah. if you are the kind of person where you're going to constantly be like thinking about and wondering if you should be on like I am the kind of person that will shove anything into my mouth and forget right. about it truly the next second so it's right. like yeah why not like if it's a pill I answer generally is absolutely so it's like I won't even remember I'm on it and then if it instantly works but if I couldn't imagine like I've watched people kind of take different um, medications and constantly be like analyzing and like worrying and wondering if they should switch or get off or whatever and I'm like oh this is not like not helpful for you it's just an extra thing that you're worrying about you know what I mean yeah totally Speaking of actually that, I where's my birth control, babe? Babe, he's probably he's probably plugged into their pod. He's addicted to watching videos on Instagram that are like people making. Oh, we watched this is a horrible one. His friend sent him. We watched one of a um a person making an engagement ring out of nail clippings. Oh, and I was like, okay, he's proposing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he, what was I going to say? Wait, so what? You guys are in Texas right now. Did no. you do the drive? You didn't do the drive yet. No, we're still same background vibes. I, you know, I. Um, know. I know we're in, in the Berkshire still, but his parents need to come use the house because they've been trapped in the city, and we don't want to be around them because um they're at risk and it's not safe, and there's not a ton of room for us all to be here together. So we are going to be with my family. So we're going to drive to Texas, I think, this weekend and either look into an Airbnb that has like a lot of them have precautions in place like, oh, no one's going to be there, you know, a week before you and stuff like that. Or just try and do it in one straight. We might just try and go for it. And there's three of us driving, so we could probably just do it all in one fell swoop. Yeah. And then when we get there, uh, because humble brag. okay, I'm like not even making sense. You are. Okay, whatever. When we get there, my parents have like a little back house on um so we're going to stay in there so as to not like get too close to them. Cool. So I think the plan is in place, but I'm just like nervous and it's just like I don't know, every few days I'll be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. How are you feeling in general? What's your um, let's, you know, you know what we need to do with each other for one? Yeah. Mood? Do you have Do you it? have it? What's, What's your, your work food? home vibe? Okay, so my mood is um Today it's good because today I woke up and like just right away went outside and saw that crash and then came <laughs> but like <laughs> it, I mean I could I put lie, these right? into perspective. The thing perhaps. is is like I could sit here and not be honest to my experience and say that that didn't put me in a good mood but sure. I did walk in kind of like in a certainly better mood for some reason than normally when I roll out of bed don't even understand which way my ass is and start so I kind of even just going outside being part of an incredibly close-knit community of people looking at that crash which I was in and I part of community though they were my chosen family for those 20 minutes and like we will stay in touch for the rest of our lives um especially the girl with the cotton pink shorts and you know who you are if you're listening girl and um 
NT ways. I then like just like did a couple small little things that I've been like trying to do like once in a fucking while that I haven't been doing. And, and then like, so I think if we're good, I just feel so anxious because like we're back and forth about this apartment that like I, we love so oh, much. Can you tell me this situation? Yeah, it's humongous, which we really like. And it has this really good energy and it's like. Can you send me the link? Yeah, I'll send you the link, but it won't do it justice. Humongous. Humongous is a word I don't think I could really spell very well. I, yeah. Mm. I, okay, I think I got you know it. what's going to be confusing about humongous is kind of like where the OU, how many OUs. I'm just thinking, is it OU in the middle or are you giving us OU at the end? <laughs> what are you giving us? Um, but what are you, you wouldn't serving? do just, it'd be, it would be like literally, there'd be like, it, there's so many different rooms and it's so wide and open and I like it. And at first I was like a little like hesitant about the area because it's, mm. it's in Bushwick, but whatever, but it's right next to a subway and it's walkable to the M and I'm like, that sounds that's amazing. fine. Is it yeah, loud? Like, no, that's the thing. It's quiet in a way that, that I was sounds, like, oh. What are the what are the negatives? The for cons? me, the ne- for me the negative, I was like, do I want to be near shops? And I was like, is it too quiet? Or like, for some reason, I was worried. What if about it's it near the train? It's literally right by the train. Can you tell me what train that is? So it's it's. I thought it was um because it was like a seven minute walk from the Myrtle White Golf LM, which is Angela's current stop. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's um, even that. I was like. That's fine, but it's little, good. But then it's literally right next door to um the Halsey L, the next stop. I I never been to the Halsey oh, L, so it's like one that's stop. Perfect. It's like Halsey's obviously far out. We all know that. We can't pretend Halsey's far out. We can acknowledge that Halsey's far. Like, and when I have to go to Halsey, I'm like, I'm really making a night of it. But, but like right right, right now, now like 20, you're not going. I'm, you're not going to go anywhere probably until like next year. The other thing is the constant question of like um so much is up in the air right now professionally and it's like will I have to move to LA soon you know what I mean I'm like what if I agree to this apartment and then like the next day find out I have to move in July to LA for like five months or whatever you know what I mean there's something you're not telling me no not necessarily but um oh my god I don't even know you no 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 nothing it's just the kind of feeling of like so much uncertainty okay yeah I get what you're saying it's true I mean the other thing that I would say to you is that I think rent prices are going to get even lower as the I know. time goes on. So, I mean, yeah, I guess if 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 there's somewhere you can go in the interim, maybe that's good. But if not, like, I also don't think there's any reason to not move in when you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Okay, so that's your mood. And then do you have it? Um, do I have it? No. I, I confidently don't have it because if I have it, I already had it. You know what I mean? Mm. I've been like pretty. I I literally don't leave go outside except to look at the crash, and um I went to Target twice in the last eleven weeks. Is this is this week eleven? Is that where we're on right now? Completely not sure. Yeah, I'm. I need a haircut. I can definitely like, find out. I don't think I have it right now. Do you? Okay. I oh, no. random. Okay, yeah. Finish. What's your, your mood though? Well, I was gonna say because are we doing? Because I don't know your mood yet. Oh, we'll switch off. Okay, my mood. Um, this morning it was really bad. Like I just was on zoom for too long and then I got depressed because my knee was hurting. That's all I want to do is exercise and my knee is just like a knee is everything. Like, yeah, Angela's knee is hurting and I just, it's hard when you don't have answers. So then I, but then I ended up running and I felt much better. And then it was really nice being by the water and getting, so I I feel, and, and I have nothing after this. So I'm in a much better mood. You know, after this, I'm going to probably get dressed, which would be mm-hmm. a cool idea. And then make dinner and have an early dinner, watch some killing. Oh, I'm actually so excited to watch some killing you and just like go to bed. I'm so envious that you have something you're excited to watch. It's a rare pleasure. Like I'm really invested at this point. Yeah, it's I might be exquisite. Might and be I go- randomly think I have it. Like I Oh really? 
I don't How can know, you get like, it in the Berkshires? I don't know. I've been going. I don't know, but I just feel like I have like a chest tightness. I think it's because I'm stressed. I think it's because I'm stressed that I'm about to go to Texas. I'm like, I have to make sure I don't have it before I go. So I'm just like making sure that from my mind. It's going to be so nice to be in Texas. Yeah, I'm just like mad at the world. No, I'll type it. Oh, yeah. Totally. I, I know, but you can't be mad at that. I know. It's like you're not allowed to be mad. I'm anyway, so curious to learn more. I know. Same. Likewise. Food uh, or calm? Yeah, so um, food, I don't know. I keep trying to, like, so basically, like, we went through <laughs> we went through something where about three weeks ago, Angelo, so Angelo has always enjoyed doing this thing where he makes Toll House recipe chocolate chip cookies, but he puts M&M minis in instead. Of course, what a rush. Then we discovered these M&M caramel things. And so we went through a phase where we were like, he was going to make another batch of them. And we kept buying the pouch of M&M minis, like a big pouch in a big mm-hmm. pouch of M&M caramels. Oh, that I would, so good. But you but had, I, don't like, I don't like caramels. I like minis. Yeah. Same. And so he kept saying he was going to make it the next day. So I'd be like, whatever, I'm going to open the minis and just take a couple. I swear to God, we had to buy four different packs of minis because I kept eating the whole bag before he made it. Oh my God. Yeah. To eat so many minis. That's the title of my book. To eat so many minis. To eat so many minis at a time like this. Yeah. What is it about minis that are so fucking good? They're crazy good. You know what? It's McFlurry vibes. Yeah. It's it's the the act of sort of sifting. (laughs) It's like that rush of like feeling things slip between your fingers and being able to. But you can you can have them. It's It's the sand between your toes on your vacation. It's that combined with like I almost lost this thing, but I actually can. I know. I know. And it's like so much shell, like so much shell in the way that you would never think would be good, but is so good. Yeah, sometimes it's it's shell, big shell energy. Um, and what was I gonna say? And like many is like aren't something that gets talked about a lot, and they're not something that gets no, recognized you know a lot. Wait, can, you, can we talk about? And I I don't mean to overstep here, but do you remember when minis were in a tube? Yes, I mean minis. You minis still are in a tube to this but, day, but they're not minis are tubes. They're not prominently displayed these tubes as they should and deserve to be. Wow, I never see them on a shelf. One time, the first time Angela was going, one time, so this is what happened. The first time Angela was going to make the minis cookies, we found them. It was when we went to Target and it was Easter. Mm-hmm. And Easter seasonal had a bunch of Easter the day pastel. Of, just really quickly, what does Easter mean to you guys? Gang bang. Yeah. And so uh, there was all these. This is what's so hard. Okay, um, I'm so glad because this is going to um actually lead to something else that I want to cast light on. Totally. So there's all these like um Easter candy in the Easter section. And one of them is M&M minis in tubes. But they're like in the back corner. They're in the seasonal section. But that one that other- isn't fair and that isn't right. And I just want to speak out to this um, about seasonal section culture is, you know, say you go to CVS. Say you do go to CVS and that there's always that aisle that say it with me, the seasonal aisle. And in Christmas, there's kind of these Christmas and there's candy, whatever. And then Valentine's Day, you have the big hearts, Halloween, whatever. Easter is Easter candy kind of. And then you get to summer. And you know what their seasonal is for summer? It's like swimmies and floats. And there's just, there's no candy involved in seasonal summer. It's always just like sunglasses for babies and it's like boogie boards for babies. It's floaties. And it's like, okay, why are the floaties? Floaties should be for adults too. It's not an either or thing like a pack of Milky Ways or a floaty. Like why is that interchangeable? So Ramona can't swim. Ramona can't swim and she needs um, noodles. 
Wow, why? I don't know. What I want to say about can I can I talk about my food journey and something yes. I discovered, which is very you guys. There is something so special in this world. And it's just it's so easy for everyone to have if they just believe it. And what that is, I never thought I'd be this girl, but if you put uh I don't want to say box, it's not a box, it's a sleeve, it's a big sleeve. If you put a big sleeve of Oreos in the freezer, you're going to have a treat. Okay, Oreos in the freezer are <laughs> beyond Easter. You yeah, take a bite, the cream, the cream. We're going to the freezer are beyond Easter's. The cream in the middle transcends like time and space to become almost ice cream but in in the best way yeah like literally to to have and you can't have just one you can't have just one. i'm sorry my towel is getting lower and lower i'm becoming an absolute cam girl over here <laughs> um which is a beautiful thing to be and i, I celebrate it and i want to um or frozen oreos and okay there was just one day when i was late little did we know i was about to fully blast my period into my panties but um I was like, Brian, I don't care what is going on in the world. I need something chocolate. And he went and got me chocolate ice cream. And then he had Oreos because that's his snack du jour. Shout out to <laughs> du jour, the band from Josie the Pussycats, the film. And when I was able to, what I did, I was like, we just turned on Killing Eve. I was able to actually lay down, lay to rest, an Oreo, on, frozen Oreo on top of an ice cream pint and just smash and scoop multi vibes. And I was like, oh my. I was like, confirmation, like. I was cr- it was like levitating. Um, and the other thing I'll say is that reminds me of a couple of things, and then we will wrap this part up soon. Um, Angela's been doing frozen grapes, which I never knew about. I love that. They're I don't. Good. I get scared of frozen fruit because if you unfreeze them, they turn brown. I of course am scared of that too. And what is the deal with everyone is a rock solid for frozen bananas, and I don't understand. I've never right. been. I've never been a part of if that. Someone, honestly, if someone listens to the podcast and they can explain the, the culture of frozen bananas to us, please feel free. <gasps> Speaking of, I have something really exciting to ask you about, but can we do it in the next segment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Wait, and the other thing I'm going to say is that someone that we've been talking about negatively, I was on Twitter and I was like, you know, Catherine's right about this person. Can you know what I mean? I, I think I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It's not the short. It's the taller. <laughs> <laughs> You know what cut I mean? That. Yeah, yeah. That. No, they'll never know. <laughs> I think we should leave it. In that case, I don't know if I know what you know. Interesting. Okay. All this and more in the next segment. <laughs> hey. Tap in the ch- type in the chat what you were talking about. It's okay. Catherine Cummins Cohen the first. And then it's Patrick Regan typing in the chat what I was earlier talking about that you little sluts can't hear because you're not old enough yet. And when you're <laughs> when old you enough, grow up, your mommy and daddy, me and Pat will tell you what we were absolutely spewing and to quote gossip feminist, about. And to quote feminist icon Mrs. Potts, you, you'll understand when you're older. And she told that to Chip the cup. I love Chip. She told that to Chip the cup when he asked, like, what was the deal with Beauty and the Beast? Um, you know, the only cartoon I care about is Marie from the Aristocats. I was never Aristocat. She goes, oh, do, do. she has the cutest little. Pa- I don't. I don't like cats. I don't like Disney. I don't care about cartoons. But when I think of Marie the Aristocat, I feel warm and happy inside. Wait, look at the chat. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't. I haven't looked at. It's her, like um, don't, don't. Is it really bad? Um, there's just little things where I'm like, this is borrowed. 
Yeah. People feel, and I want to say this in the podcast. People feel really comfortable from borrowing. <laughs> yeah. From borrowing. People feel really comfortable borrowing. From, that is pissing me off because she, I know. Yeah. I almost didn't want to say anything to you because I don't want to stress you out. Yeah. It has been definitely stressful. But whatever. God. What I was going to ask you about, um, which is really, first of all, food work home. What's your food work home vibe? We did oh. food. What's work in home? I don't want to think about work. It's pissing me off. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, work is like, I don't know. It's been, you know what? I had a writing deadline. Seems like it's going well for you, though. Um, kind of in this way where it's like, okay, but when is, in this way, that's very frustrating because it's like, yeah, when is any of this happening? You know what I mean? Like when it's like all these things got agreed upon and then it's like, haven't heard a word in weeks. And it's like, whenever I ask people are kind of like, why are you asking? I'm but, ultimately um, not threatened by that girl you said was borrowing from me because, because she doesn't, um, she's not dropped in. Dropped am, I in? Being, am I being mean? No, I don't know what dropped in means, but look at what I just said. Oh my God. That's so crazy. I know. To me. Yeah. It was I am, really my crazy. body's on fire right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I celebrate her. Okay, so um, I lift her up. Um, wow, that's really fucking nuts. What did he you say know, you want to talk to me about that you were like excited? I need someone on the planet that I'm living on to tell me what Jojo Siwa is. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> so, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. My towel is slurping down. <laughs> so Jojo Siwa first came into my consciousness. Start at the very beginning, yeah. Yeah, definitely. TED Talk, TED Talk my ass. Yeah, I'm going to TED Talk your ass. Um, much like many Americans, Jojo Siwa first came into my consciousness um, when she was on Dance Moms. And she was kind of a late addition. She came in. She came in hot, and she was this, like, blonde. I just feel like most Dance Moms girls are brunette. So it was kind of like, okay, what does she have in store for us? And she was, I would say, aggressively bubbly. And her How mom... How old was she? Because I never... Can you, can, and I don't mean to interject, but can you explain Dance Moms a little bit to me? Totally. So Dance Moms is, you know, Abby is has the dance company and she has all these you know girls and it's their moms watch and they do dance practice and then basically they go to shows and they're a very accomplished company and they're all about like what i would say dance mom's age they're all about like i would say 10 maybe maybe nine some of them randomly some of them are like 13 you're like okay sweetheart what are these conversations though is it like pageants it's not pageants. It's literally dancing. But this is what it'll be. The beginning of the episode will be Abby being like, okay, so this competition, we got two trios, a duo, and a solo. And then if it's a trio, you're obviously working with two other girls. Sometimes there's a group where it's everyone. There's obviously these competitions. If I want to be in a trio, I think I could really showcase myself in a solo right now and show Abby what I can do. At the end of the episode, Abby has all the girls. Or maybe it's the beginning of the next episode. I forget. She has a pyramid. A pyramid of papers on the wall. Four bottom, three three next row two and then one on top and she reveals pictures of the girls to where they are in the pyramid so if your face is on the bottom of the pyramid it means you did bad and if you're and if you're on the top of the pyramid that means you're good hmm. so it's competitive and the moms get very upset over whether girls are in the period and so you know girls age out and then every once in a while abby will bring in the minis and the minis are these even younger girls who also dance and they have moms too. So the minis moms will always have like um, a rivalry with the uh, the regular sized girls moms. The minis, minis what's the, minis? The minis are like Do three they come or in something. A tube? I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. We're not talking about M&Ms kids grow We're up. We're talking about dance moms or girls minis. The minis they just call them the minis. They're like four maybe. I don't they're five. They're 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 smaller. They look almost elfish and they dance as well. And um <laughs> <laughs> 
the minis anyways, dance the as minis. well. So JoJo was a I regular size. I never thought at age 28 I'd be sitting here <laughs> butt naked hearing you say, yeah, the minis dance as well. I'm absolutely <laughs> fading if you can't tell. I've been in the sun for like three hours. You know when the sun hits you and you're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. That was me during the crash. I'm hungry or just bored. I'm so on fire about what you told me. I know. That's why you know. But I'm actually, I'm actually, these days, I I want, you know, I wanted to cast a text about to you about it. But I was like, I don't want to upset because it's like, you don't need to be stressed. You know what I mean? Like, you do not need to be stressed about that thing. And so I was like, it's, she's going to like, it's going to, I've been doing really well lately about just being like, just not holding grudges lately against like people like that. You know what I mean? And because you, you, you know that, you know that I, I'm, I'm not really, but I think I just am like over getting worked up about it because it's like, you can't. You can do. Yeah, because you know that I struggle with that as well. And it's so funny you bring that up. Yeah, I know. But anyways, so JoJo came in like season five or six, and her mom was very much like, "My family thinks I shouldn't be here in Los Angeles with my daughter, but I know she's a star." And then now JoJo kind of blew up on. She was there for like two seasons. She, they kind of like always fought with um Abby, and then now she has her own um youtube channel that's very successful and i essentially saw this thing i was like oh jojo see what is 17 years old because i saw her turning 17 in a video that was her birthday and she isn't she doesn't have the personality she has the personality of a 12 year old who loves lisa frank if it was 90s you know what i mean like she's flippy so, sequence she's so caffeinated i'm like is yeah. this girl okay well what is she up to now like so wait i kind of zoned out Right now, she lives in this like mansion with her mom and her brother and her dad, who are her dad. We but she's really dad, popular, right? She's really popular on YouTube, but she's not like your average. Like if you think about seventeen-year-old, famous seventeen-year-olds of yesteryear, it's like she does not have the adult kind of. Um, she's like a kid. She's like a kid in this way that's almost more jarring than the hype, than the typical kind of like hypersexualized like overly right. adult seventeen-year-olds. I would rather some. I'd rather a seventeen-year-old be almost too adult than too. 13 then two tweeny two tweeny problematic she, now let like, me ask you this i'm at, at some point she's gonna be 22 and she's still gonna be acting like a tween and we have to address I'm obviously that. sweating my fucking tits off right now because it's hot as fuck right now but my question is does she, and i should have asked this way earlier does she sing she does she has a song called boomerang about not being about not bullying people like bounce like let it bounce off you yeah, I mean, I'm, like, 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 it's gonna, gonna come around like a boomerang. It's her dancing in the oh, hallways. Oh, it's gonna. So it's if you if you bully someone, it's gonna come back to hurt you. Yeah, I guess. Karma. a boomerang. You're telling me Jojo Siwa believes in karma. Jojo Siwa. Jojo Siwa was a famous philosopher who who invented the um term <laughs> karma. Famous feminist riddle. I was thinking. <laughs> famous. I thought of another thing that was like the famous feminist. I know. Riddle. So did I, and I was trying to remember to tell you. What was oh, it? Oh fuck. Fuck. I'm gonna get pissed. And now I'm Jones. So Jojo her... Siwa has a song. What does her voice sound like? Um, it sounds she's like mostly known for her dances. It's, it sounds like a kid shouting, but also auto tune. But she's known for her dances. She's known for her dances, and one of her dance mom, another dance mom, alum played the bully in the music video. And yes, yeah, I know. I know. The only thing I know about Dance Mom is Maddie. Is, yeah, Maddie from Sia. Yes. And then Maddie has a really sad. I was laughing, laughing, laughing my ass about your tweet about being willing to be in a COVID uh, centric Crest commercial for twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Two hundred thousand dollars. 
because um, Maddie from Dance Moms has like a Fabletics commercial. She's like in her house being like, I love, this is the best part. Oh, wait, I think about this all the time. This, this is a commercial that comes on every day for me, which is telling. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. She goes, I love these Fabletics. They, stre- they seriously stretch so much. And then she holds up and they like barely stretch. <laughs> Oh my god. She's like, she's like, they get so big and it's like they don't move. <laughs> They're so stretchy. I'm like, oh girl. God. And she's like, and they keep me like tight. And I'm like, it's because you're like a kid. Like, what do you mean you keep you tight? Like, I know. Like, get out of your sad like LA apartment and like she, I know. There, be amongst the children. When you think of the LA apartments, those people probably oh, live in. Oh my god. It makes me want to lobotomize myself. Wait. You know, I'm I'm thankful to a fan because they forwarded along. If remember during Nicola's episode, we discussed Simon, the Irish, um, eighteen year old from Real World Paris. Yeah, vaguely. Someone reached out to me over Instagram. He lives in LA now. He is truly one of the hottest people in the fucking world. Is he like our age now, or what are we thinking? Um, no, he's probably about seven years older than me i think because i i think oh. real, well no no that's not true real world paris was on when i was maybe a sophomore in high school so i was 15 they probably shot it when i was 14 that was when um simon was 18 so simon right now is probably 35 you just solved the pythagorean theorem uh, I, I did um you are goodwill hunting vibes i love if i was goodwill hunting sometimes i do wish i could just like do math problems do you ever wish yeah, we just talked about this. It's such a rush to find oh, that's right. and even why. That's why I started thinking about it. Um, but oh, I'm sorry I burped. What did I just address? What was I just I'm saying? sorry I burped. You were talking about JoJo. Then we were going to discuss, Um, we were talking about work and then home, which is kind of what you're dealing with right now. Yeah, my home is in flux. My home is then- in flux. Do you feel hot today? Not to like wrap things up, but I'm just curious. Yeah, no, Um. well... No, I mean I woke up. I ate a lot of cookies and nothing that was like actual. What do you food. guys have for dinner? What's your plan today? What's your food plan? Our baby? food. Well, so we're always order out. Of course, contactless delivery, and we have like there's only like six. You don't things. cook at all. We did twice. That's so crazy. To me. Well, because if we're if we're to cook, we have to go to a market and get it. So it's no, like more exposure. I'm, I'm not shaming you. You're supporting local biz. I what, uh, yeah. What are your normal like go to takeout options? There's basically Friday? six. There's basically six options. Well, Friday we have pizza every Friday, mm-hmm. and we watch Jack Grace and eat pizza, and that's actually like really that been something really good. It, it's kind of heaven on absolute earth. Mm-hmm. The other things that are in the mix are sometimes we'll do something called. <laughs> this is our light option. It's something we call Jacobin tenders, which is. We pretend it's like a meal deal at the diner near us where you, it's a cob salad and you also tenders, but it's not like a deal. We just order with those things. That sounds so good. You know yeah. what I love? Actually, I love like crispy chicken in a salad. Yeah. We don't put the tenders in. It's like we we treat them almost as two separate entities. Is it enough food for both of you? I'm like worried. It's a late night. That's a If it's a late night, then we'll it's be like, tenders. it's cob and tenders. <laughs> <laughs> and then... What we, we'll, we'll name our boutique when the salon <laughs> tender. We'll sell only candles. Um, I always wanted to have a store like Romy and Michelle have at the end of Romy and Michelle, where they fold scarves. To. Yeah, yeah. That's what. Want to fold scarves? Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I I know I already talked about this on the podcast, but I can never. I literally was laughing in the shower by myself like two nights ago, thinking of um Michelle. She's right. You do have magnets on your back. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> like, that scene is so funny because it's like, who cares? <laughs> I think about it all the time, like the way they treat like having magnets on your back. But um, anyways, um, 
What were we just talking about? Cobb and Thames. Oh yeah, then we'll do one that's like, there's this one that's near us, it's called Leslie's. And it's, mm-hmm. they have this chicken club that is truly heaven on earth, comes with really good fries. That sounds really good. I haven't had fries since quarantine started. Then, there, oh, I definitely have. We just, we, the only takeout we've ever gotten in our young lives is um, from this pizza place. Really? Pizza and salad. It's, it's called Baba Louie's. I'm not afraid to say it. It's we Baba get, um, they have sourdough crust. We get barbecue chicken and we get a salad called Don's Delight, which has mixed greens. We add figs and walnuts, dried cranberries, um, blue cheese on the side. I don't like it. I'm oh, sweating really? right now. I'm literally sweating. I'm so hot right now. We get, um, our pizza from a place called Sicily's Best in Ridgebred, and it's very good. I would recommend it. I'm obviously starving at this point in the show. Yeah, sometimes, and there's a cat, there's kind of like a genre of food that's kind of like Indian and Thai, and that's like always kind mm. of like when we don't like any of our mains, someone will be like, We could do Indian or Thai. And last night we did Indian. Last night we did Indian or Thai, specifically Indian. I love, um, I think Thai is my favorite kind of food. Isn't it? I made this twice recently that has been so rewarding. You know, fate rewards the bold and i chose a different kind of noodle to get with my pad thai and it has been such a rewarding what kind of noodle thick or thin it's thick it's thicker and it's spicier than my typical noodle that i would typically yeah, get kind of like a pad cu even as insane as it sounds i i, I don't even know what it's called because now it's in my pre-select on seamless love that it's beautiful it's a beautiful relationship to that um wait should we do one um kind of like question we have oh, some yeah, questions yeah, yeah. these questions are old and they're from 2020 oh, about 16 months old i just said they're older from 2020 but i mean from january 2020 from the before from the before okay um, my towel oh my god okay go ahead okay so let's make up an okay oh this person gave us a kind of like um moniker so we'll use that horny and helpless tells us Which, and their, but their name is zope Zope. 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 Horny help. Okay. Zope is literally an hey app. There. Zope is an app that connects you with um with the hot young singles in your area. Yeah, okay. Hey this there. is a question. Let's read it in unison. Just kidding. Yeah, no, <laughs> we'll, this... we'll chunk it up. I'll do the first up. Okay. Hey there. I am an enthusiastically divorced mother of two who has been okay. dating my dream hunk for six months. Okay. I am so turned on by him. It is truly changing my worldview. Yes. He makes me believe in things I never thought I would. For example, anal. Okay, she's writing my novel. I also <laughs> fucking love going down on him and nothing gets me wetter. Oh, my but God. Before you chalk this up as a classic tale of a woman finding her prince, there's one problem. I get extremely insecure about initiating. Here is my psychosexual thought process anytime I'm horny and he's oblivious. Maybe I should. This is her psychosexual thought process. Okay. Maybe I should just start going down on him. But what if he doesn't want it right now and he gets nervous and can't get hard? What if he doesn't want it and is afraid to tell me? So I'm putting him in this awkward position to pretend to want it. What if that happens and subsequently he thinks I'm too much or too slutty or something and he starts to pull away? I literally turn into a scared little turtle baby and I end up sitting there feeling desperate and sad that he isn't initiating. I mean, it's all in my head. Please help. This well, is a question. Initiating sex. What are your um, takes, Kat? Yeah, girl. Um, I think that it's like we all have those. It's like you just have to. Um, it's like the thing of um, when you're getting in cold water and you just have to jump in and realize like it'll be uncomfortable for one second and then it'll be over. Like just suck the dick ultimately and you'll well, acclimate. Okay. <laughs> my, my take was like maybe you don't start with the dick sucking. Maybe just like kiss him in like a more intense way like when i'm horny i'll often just be like 
It, and I joke about this, but it's like there's two. It's like a kiss we give her, and she's like, mm, okay, love you, sweetie, bye. And there's a kiss where I'm like opening my mouth, being like, uh, like using tongue, being like, mm, yeah. There is so, def- But I think so. There's a few things I think. One, don't be afraid to initiate, but also don't be offended if he says no. Like people just are horny in different rhythms, and you can't totally. do it personally. And don't let that stop you from trying because it's probably going to turn him on. It's okay for him not to be horny and it's okay for you to be horny. So it's like if it's not a match in that moment, like no one's wrong. You know what I mean? And then like if you're both horny, you'll fuck. And then if he's horny and you're not, you kind of won't. And once again, no one will be wrong. It just has to line up so that you're both kind of horny. He definitely won't think you're slutty or something and pull away. He definitely turned on by it. Yeah, I don't think he'll feel too put upon to get head from you. It's so hot to be, like literally one of my favorite turn ons is just someone who's like fucking horny. Even if I'm not in the mood, I'm just like, I love how horny you are. Like that's so hot. Yeah. Angelo is very horny. We we wouldn't even think where we just say like wanna have sex. Oh, and yeah, it I is that. yeah, it's like having to just yeah. Like can we cut the middleman out? The middleman being I don't know what. Um sometimes Brian will just like walk over to me with a boner and I'm like, a ring ring. Okay, I think it's time that we get to a gay question. And so <laughs> I bring this let's up cut the shit. shit with this straight shit and let's get to the gay question. And this comes from someone who once again comes from, um, so that was Zope. Our, our response to Zope is just kind of like kiss a little and then ultimately like try to fuck if he doesn't, it's not a big deal. And um, that's cool. And I also just think with Zope, it's like, you're this mom of two, you're dating this hunk, like everything's actually good. So don't worry about it. But anyways, I'm, um, this is from a gay person in January 2020. First off, I love, love, love you. And definitely, I care if you live or die. Please live. Thanks. Okay. I'm gay. Okay, it's formally coming out. I'm gay. Not a shut of bi in me. I have been hooking up with this hot bi guy who's, whose bi is just a shred for men. He doesn't make out with me or touch me downstairs or like to cuddle. And it's ultimately kind of disappointing, but I feel stigmatized by him i guess it's like hypnotized but make it stigmatized do i just suck it up for now or should i break it off um for my own well-being but, hmm, you know i wonder wait so it's like i've been you said you've been hooking up but he wait, won't, he won't he, you've been hooking up but he doesn't make out with you or touch you or cuddle or cut you downstairs or cuddle so ultimately what i are think you, two? you um I guess he's you deserve just, more, and if it if, if this has if it hasn't already ended, like fucking end it. I, I you deserve guess, to be kissed, worshipped, touched, cuddled, sweetly and sexually, all at once from the same person. Unless I will say, maybe it is something that is arousing to you that it's just like maybe it's just that he fucks you and that's it. And but it sounds like it's actually bothering him. That it's that. If it is, well, maybe he just thinks it should be bothering him. Do you know what I mean? Oh, interesting. In that case, you know, dive in. Just, I think, pay attention to how you feel afterwards. And if it's, like, fine, then do it. And if it makes you feel bad, then don't. But but if it's the kind of bad where you just feel, like, shame for no reason, then then you can still do it. And he signed his question, Florida Slut Trash, which we absolutely stand, of course. I once ate a really jumbo Reese's Cup in Florida and threw up. And so I, um, I'm never going to do that again. Wow. I was, so, I was so nauseous. I was, like, cold and shaking. And my mom was really sweet and she came and she actually had just done laundry in the condo and she poured a basket of hot towels on me and was like, and she like, maybe this will make you feel better. And I was like, that feels so good. Thank you. I actually take your temperature on something. Yeah. Um, what do you think about giant Hershey kisses? Oh my God. Um, I, I don't need them, but I'm not mad at them. Yeah. I support them ultimately. 
I think that um I like them more than other giant things. I think it's good that they exist. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> it's important that they exist. The um, okay. um before we go, crush of the week. Vibes? Okay, my crush of the week is actually going to be oh, you know, I just thought of There's someone a huge fucking wasp above my head. I literally thought of something and I was like, remember to make him your crush of the week or her I forgot who it was. There's a wasp. I'm a girl, you a boy. Come and save me, let me. My first crush of the week is definitely Simon from Real World Paris, who was 18, but now he's um, I know. maybe 35. Oh, my God. Fuck yeah. You get it? Killed it. That was fucking hot as hell for I killed a wasp above my head. Wasp, not a bee. Don't cancel. Where you been? <laughs> I'm watching Uncut Gems on Netflix. Oh, I like that film. Stressful. Yeah, you seem a little wound up. <laughs> That's why I just killed the shit. It's definitely a movie I would never need to see again. Yeah, yeah I don't know like why it. I'm watching it. Are you okay? It, yes. Are you watching on your computer? I'm watching on my computer. Cry for help. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry to interrupt. Um, Patrick Owen Regan. Um, Simon. Simon. And I think there's one person that I couldn't remember who it might be. I mean, oh, I mean, as I'm watching Girls again, like obviously Adam Driver. Um, I mean, I mean. Hell no one else I can think of right now, but there was someone else, and I just can't think of them. Uh, mine is um, mine's Fiona Shaw from Killing Eve because it's like, yes, it's Sandra, yes, it's Jody, but Fiona is really, really killing it, and I'm adorked into her energy. Oh, I know. Her performance her. is exquisite. You'll love it. You'll love it. No. Oh, Brian says she reminds him of um, my mom. Oh, really? I love your mom. You're gonna love it. Um, um anyway. Do you feel hot today? Mm, no. No, but that's okay. Yeah, I don't really feel hot either. That's okay. okay too. It's not a sexy time. No, it's something on like, it's almost like if you are feeling sexy right now, then honestly you need you're problematic and you need to actually get some perspective from overheating so much. Um, I hate okay. to hear that. <laughs> I need to ask you, I think we're all wondering, like What's going on with us? Are you mad at me? I am not mad at you. I feel badly that I've been so disconnected. I really have been, but I literally the only person I think about trying to contact, trying to get out of the well of myself to contact is you. Yeah, no, I'm not mad at you. I understand that. But we will, I will, I will, um, because I want to. It's more like, it's more like the floor, okay, in the way that Florida slut trash is like, you were like, what if he likes it? Like, what if he's okay with that? It's like, yeah, yeah I am actually okay with you not calling me every day, but it's like, is society ready to accept that a best friend wouldn't call each other every day? <laughs> I am going to so call every day. In that way, we're all Florida slut trash. Um, I'm not <laughs> mad at you. I love you. We'll talk more um, offline. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this Thank you for listening. Episode. Sorry, we don't have a guest. I hope you're not mad. And if you are, that's okay. Voice it. Voice, voice yeah, it. definitely voice it. And definitely reach out to your reps um, <laughs> and tell them to vote against us not having a guest. Look at Okay, this. we love you guys. Look at this it's interesting. Really, it's, really, it's really 90s and it's really it's like 90s. a brother. You have it's, brothers. Oh, for me, it's 90s mom like picking up like, hey. Oh, for me, it's surfing. Did, like, did you do the homework or didn't you? It's not like that for me. That's okay. Yours is a surfer. Okay. okay. Love you guys forever. Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.